Guys, welcome to part two of my chat with Miss Tash Galgit. This is where all the juicy bits are, so strap in, have an open mind, and I hope you enjoy part two. This question here, this is a controversial one. Oh, I love controversial yeah. questions. But as a rule, would you say it's okay or not okay to go back to an ex after being cheated on? It's 100% okay. Because, okay, I've had trust issues in my last huge relationship. Don't know why, just decided to manifest itself there. And I was convinced I was being cheated on. Whether it's happened or not, still to this day, don't know. But it doesn't matter because it's happened. And I went into this kind of spiral of research about why people cheat. I listened to this incredible podcast by Esther Perel. And if you don't know her, you need to listen. I think it's actually a TED Talk. You can find it on YouTube or right. the TED app. And she talks about how you can rebuild your relationship after cheating. Cheating happens all the time. 50% of people admit to cheating on their partner. That statistic's completely wrong. Reverse that. It was 20, it's like 22.5% of people admit to cheating on their partner and have told their partner. 24% of people admit to cheating but haven't told their partner about it. That's just under 50%. The other half people, people are very deceptive and will even lie to themselves. And so I, in my head, I'm like, okay, 50% of people are truthful with themselves and admit to it. The other 50% of people, maybe they haven't cheated or maybe they're still lying to themselves because if they admit it, they're then a bad person. Mm -hmm. So I've discovered, right, that cheating's everywhere. Okay. And sorry, you add to that. It's everywhere. It's definitely everywhere. Mm. But does that make it okay no you reckon no it doesn't it's not okay because you've broken trust right yeah and you've not been honest with someone but i think we need to look at why people cheat i think the top reason for women was not getting enough attention so they've cheated they've this was a study for american and european women right if they're not getting enough attention in the relationship they look for it elsewhere for men most likely it's a one night stand of she was really hot that was no that was actually what they oh, said wow. in the as a reason yeah, was okay. she was hot how could i pass that up so uh, none of it's okay we i think you should exercise control over your mind and be disciplined enough to have control over your estrogen testosterone like whatever hormones making you betray your partner and look for sex or emotional validation elsewhere it's not okay right but because it's everywhere if I think it's a natural part of the human okay I'm going to start this again because I think we need to back for this question we need to backpedal so far of why humans actually cheat mm -hmm. cheating's new right other species don't have this this is just species, humans yeah, yeah. like no I think the animal kingdom and they cheat all the time can you name one all of them don't they I mean they even like no so there's a handful of monogamous animals. Okay. The rest, they do whatever. They don't make for life. 
by choice, we have decided. Actually, it was in the Victorian era that monogamy became popular. Oh, right. This is, monogamy is a fairly new concept for humans. Hmm. Before in tribes, there's a lot of polyamory or just open open relationship structures. So in there's a tribe in the Amazon where a female will, they believe that a baby is not just one sperm. It's a culmination of different sperm and they look for men with different qualities. I want a man that's smart. I want one that's funny. I want one that's physically like this. I'm going to have sex with all those men right. and that will be the father of my child. And then all of the men take credit for raising the baby as well. Hmm. And so the village takes okay. care of it. In China, there's a little village in China and basically everyone has sex with everyone. And everyone raises the baby. No, sorry. The family, the biological family raises the baby. Men aren't even involved. There's all these different structures that exist. But in Western cultures, and I'm not really sure about Eastern cultures, we've decided monogamy is easiest for our societal structure. We've stuck to it. But people are really bad at it because it's so much cheating. Mm. So we need to understand that we're not really made to function this way. This is convenient. And it's easy and it's really nice to feel like you're sharing your life with someone. It's It feels great, but we're just not meant to function this way. Right. So give people leeway when... <laughs> this is going to be super controversial. When people betray the trust and they've come to you and they've told you and they apologize and they're sincere about it, it doesn't mean your relationship has to end. If there's still that open and <laughs> honesty about it, even though you have betrayed the trust, because it's natural for humans. When someone's lied about it and they're hiding things and they're yeah, being deceptive, yeah. that's a completely different right. situation because they're not honoring the trust in the relationship. And that's when it's hard. I understand it's so hard until you're in this situation. Mm. And have you been in the situation before mm. where you've had to question this? Yeah, I've only been in four relationships. Mm. Three of them I've been cheating on. And you see how common it is. Yeah, and it's fucked what up. Was, did you find out about that? Did they tell you? I, I found out about the last one. And how did you, you were just like, it's, it's done? Firstly, I could feel it through energy, just the presence, like it was off. Mm. And yeah, in the end, um, I think she just came clean and said, yeah, I haven't been completely honest with you. And yeah. it's such a hard thing to go through. Yeah, that's. But again, I'm I'm very happy that it happened because I wouldn't have had my spiritual awakening last year. Wouldn't have exactly. been. So I was like, okay, I need to now focus on myself, on on self growth, mm -hmm. so I can be a better person and attract a better next, whoever exactly. and whatever, wherever they may be. So yeah, it's still a blessing in disguise. But yeah, at that time, like I don't wish for anybody <laughs> to to go through that. That's tough. Like and you're suffering. You you mm -hmm. are like you're questioning everything. Like what the fuck am I doing with my life? Like, Can I ask you a personal question? Yeah. Were you gaslit at any point? Gaslit. Okay. Do you know what gaslighting? No. Okay. So it happens in so many like so many relationships. Pretty much every one of my relationships I've been in. When say you asked her. Are you cheating on me? You've asked her the question and you expect a truthful answer. Mm -hmm. Instead of that, she's like, no, I'm not. Why would you question that? Why do you think I'm cheating on you? Why? Where's your trust wavering? They put it back on you. Yeah, Why do I'm, you have trust issues yeah. with me? That's a you issue. 
And then you start thinking you're crazy. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. When you're not, it's a manipulative tool. Yeah, I was most certainly manipulated um, in some sort of way. Yeah, and a lot of the time, like, look, there's people that gaslight that do intentionally want to do that to protect themselves, and there's people that gaslight by accident. They're just trying to defend their reputation or their ego, in a sense. And by defending themselves and making sure they appear awesome, unfortunately, it has a really bad effect on the other person where you feel like you've lost your marbles. Yeah. (laughs) You lich and you feel like a different person. Yeah, it's tough. You learn so much at the same time, I think, right? Uh, You can either stay in hell or you can move forward. But again, why the hell would you want to stay in hell? Like now it's it's the sign to move on and and try to be better. You know, just Mm. make sure that whatever happens next, you don't let that happen. Like be more self-aware. Yeah. Yeah, Really trust your gut feelings now. Like, um, and just, yeah, self-respect, I think is very, very important in relationships. But also like don't beat yourself up too much when you're like, how am I going to see it next time? Or, oh yeah. Like you, you're never going to be able to see it. A lot of people are like, I did this when I was cheated on. I, uh, in one of my early relationships, the person I was in a relationship with wasn't faithful to me, uh, lied to my face about it, curated this image about who he was versus what actually, like how he actually is. Right. And after I exited that relationship, I was like, I'm never going to be fooled again. I'm going to go for a really transparent person all this and that but you never know that's the thing you'll never be able to know and if unless you can detect the energy though i feel like with energy that i can i can sense anything and everything yeah but that's just me i don't trust my own energy yet i think i do i do and i don't i have moments where i question it right questioning is fine but i just feel like if the energy is strong that's the truth right there yeah um you can sense it you can feel it but yeah, it's a very, it's very unfortunate that it, it's so common, but you know. But then what's the way forward? You have to be like obsessed with, you're obsessed with self-improvement. So if you like, you know, it's here, you know, it's probably there's a high likelihood of it happening. What's the way to move forward from that? Why is cheating so bad for you? Right. What about it? For when I went through the whole process, I separated it into two categories. I'm like, well. If I was to imagine him having sex with another woman, man, uh, non-binary person, would I be upset with the act of having sex with someone else? Or if he lied to me about it? And I came to the confusion, the conclusion, (laughs) that it was the deceit. It was a line that got me really upset. So I came to the full circle and I told him, I was like, look, I don't mind if you have sex with other people. I just want an honest line of communication. And wait, wait, put, so if yeah. you... What? I proposed this idea. Didn't go down well, because he was like, I'm not cheating on you. And I'm like, well, well I don't know. <laughs> I But I had to come to the realization and did all this research about monogamy, cheating, what it means to me, how I really deeply feel about it. And from that moment onwards, I was like, I am open to the idea of having an open relationship. Because I went through so much trauma, I did not want to feel that trauma of the jealousy or the distrust. I right. just wanted but You honesty. don't think you're going to have that by being in an open relationship? Uh, I won't... Hold on. That I won't have the open honesty or I will? Do you think that the open honesty 
will still be there in an open relationship. I think you. Ha- I don't think they function without it. Function yeah. successfully. Uh, I cannot speak from experience. I haven't yet done it. Super open to the idea if the right person comes along. Uh, just because I I know from my friends who have dabbled in it that they've learned so much about themselves because you have to confront everything, every little negative emotion that you would encounter in a relationship gets brought to the surface. Right. Jealousy, distrust, communication has to be strong. Honesty has to be strong. So what's the whole concept about open relationship? Like you, let's say you and me, we're in a relationship, right? Yeah. We're in an open relationship. What does that mean that you can go out and just be with other people and I can go out and be with other people? It, there's different levels to it. So I have friends that are in open sex relationships, so they don't have extra, let's call it extra marital relationships. They just have sex. If they, if they see someone, they're like, wow, we've got a really strong sexual connection they allow the other person to explore that because they believe that they learn through sex. Right. Personally, when I think about that, I'm like, eh, it doesn't really appeal to me because I'm not someone who functions like that. Like, I don't look at someone being like, I want to fuck you. It's, I like, that just, <laughs> that's not the way I operate. But I know a lot of people do and they need that release mm. and that excitement for them. That's really cool. Another form, which some of my closest friends are in open love relationships, so they have a really strong bond with their partner, but then they're also allowed to explore other bonds with other people because they believe that each relationship's going to bring them something different. Mm. And I think you can tell from every one of your past relationships, it's all been so different. If you don't have a distinct pattern of who you go, go for, you learn a lot of different things, you are exposed to some really dark and really awesome parts of yourself so i can i can see the appeal from that on a level of where you really want to grow as a person yeah i can understand it i haven't yet tried it so i can't speak from experience i've watched people do it and they've all grown so much there you go maybe that's the new thing yeah the level of love (laughs) for the other person wasn't undermined at all because that was where i was concerned of can you really completely love someone and go after other people. Right. And after seeing it, I think you can. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, okay. It's a bit crazy. <laughs> just, just a little bit crazy. All right. So we have a little time left. So I'm going to. Okay. We can go over if we need to. Um, I'm going to. You know, fuck this open <laughs> relationship and cheating. Yeah. You really got me thinking up in here. <laughs> you have to think about it. because Wow. It, yeah. You, yeah. You can't everywhere. escape it. Yeah. You can't. If you want to have a relationship. You're probably going to deal with these issues at some point in your life. So, yeah, I don't know. I, I Like, if I put myself in the pedestal of being in an open relationship, yeah, I don't... What scares you about it? Let's say it's you. I love you very much, right? I'm not sure how comfortable I would be, you know, just knowing that we're out there and you would just be with another person or I would be with another person. For me, I don't think that would feel right. But maybe, again, I'm not used to that, so I can't. So what is it about thinking that your partner's off there? Is it you're scared about them building a loving relationship to other people, having sex with other people? Like, what is it about that specifically? Yeah, I think it's a mix of everything, really. Do you think you'd have issues sharing the person? Yeah, I've never seen myself being in a relationship 
with multiple people at the same time. Neither. But like never in I, in my life until like now. Well, you you definitely made me think a little bit <laughs> because it makes sense. Like everybody cheats, you know. And if if you're saying that your friends who are in an open relationship they have grown so much, yeah, I, I don't know. It's uh, it, yeah, it's it very has its appeals, but definitely like it's not everyone can do it successfully. Yeah, like people. If you don't have the open line of communication, it will get hard, like really difficult. Yeah. So it takes a unique mix of people to accomplish it, especially in our modern world where it's not socially acceptable. Yet. Yet. Yeah. Uh, but say you <laughs> try explain that to your parents. It's not really like in the younger generation we're definitely more open-minded to it but i'd say if you told your parents like i'm this is my boyfriend and i'm gonna marry him and i love him but this is my other boyfriend (laughs) they would be like you can't do that because this is the way it is right this is the way we function right and so we're not in a place yet where you can have those maybe soon i don't know but it's it's going against the norm and anything that goes against the norm is going to face so much friction that's yeah. where we grow. When you're right. triggered, you grow. But I still think that we can learn and grow from the past experiences that we have and still succeed mm. in a normal relationship. Yeah, it's tough. I mean, there's a reason why all of them fail for some type of reason. Well, not a large majority. The large majority. Yeah. Like, up there in the 90 percentile, for sure. <laughs> Essentially, everybody. Yeah. Now... If you're interested in someone, what approach do you take or do you not make the first move? Oh my god. (laughs) (laughs) I'm known for going after what I want. I think you should just, if you have an energetic bond with someone, or depends on who you are, I'm all for like, fuck the tradition, who needs it? Why do you have to be like a girl that waits politely and and uh, no, drops her hanky and waits for the boy to pick it up. Like, why? Right. Go after what you want, otherwise you're not going to get anywhere. Uh, people need to know you're interested. They need to know you're keen and open and available. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's, to me, the only way. I don't see the point in playing these games and waiting. Like, I have to wait four hours to text him back so I'm not too keen. <laughs> and that's like, well... You're never going to have a flowing conversation because he's taking four hours, you're taking four hours, and it's just a mindfuck. Go meet people, show them you're interested, show them who you are. Right. Because at the end of the day, if you're not meant to work, you're not meant to work. Mm -hmm. You have to meet someone, some of my best relationships. It's always been me chasing. I've been like, you're fucking cool. I'm going to go put myself in the deep end, put myself out there. Right. I'm going to ask you out, which I've done multiple times. And when I go to dinner or an activity, whatever it is, just show who you are. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, if you, what else can you be? Yeah, you'll just be people. overthinking and like what could have been and stuff like that, right? Like, but that don't matter. That doesn't exist. Otherwise, you're false advertising. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. You go on the date and pretend you're a very sophisticated person and really <laughs> into art and all this kind of stuff because you know the other person's into that. Mm. They're going to find out in a month that's not who you are. That doesn't work. Trying to impress someone for someone you are not, it never works. Take me for who I am or just go away. 
I think yeah. that's um, that's the best advice that I would put out there. But yeah, I like that. Just you know, go for it. Go. Why not? Yeah. What's the worst that can happen? You get rejected. So what? There's going to yeah. be other people out there. Right. And I think people, we all struggle with the fear of rejection and the fear of not being loved. Mm-hmm. But there's so many people in the world, especially in like the online world where you can meet people. I've met people from the States. I've met pe- And I've had genuine connections with them. And you just have to understand that, cool, if like a bunch of people in Australia reject you, there's people in America. There's people in London. There's people, there's all over the world and the world is your fucking oyster go grab it right and the world is huge yeah and even if you feel isolated and alienated in say we're in sydney and if people aren't having luck in the dating scene in sydney and you feel isolated there's no one like me here that's okay maybe this isn't your place Mm. maybe you'll meet someone in london who's going to blow your socks off and they're really into like Lego, if you're really into Lego. I'm trying to think of like a niche example. Lego? Um, okay, say, cool. Yeah. <laughs> that's int- Lego, okay. Yeah, that's a so have a Lego obsession Lego. and maybe someone in London's going to also have a Lego obsession and that's going to make us go wild. <laughs> Alright, my, my last question is about relationship. I, I don't think I send this through to you. Love the blind questions. What are some of the fundamental things that you think men generally don't tend to understand about relationships or dynamics that can cause issues that men don't understand not everything's a personal attack that's good uh i find in a lot of different relationships that i've had when i've expressed a boundary or i've expressed a standard of what yeah personal attack or an ultimatum Mm, okay uh if I've expressed, let me use an example. My ex is going to laugh if he watches this. Uh, I had, so basically, I had a standard, right? I didn't want my, or I guess you could call it a boundary. I didn't want my partner to be like a full-on smoker. And, oh, got hair on my arm. Uh, I, yeah, that was something I had. I was like, I just... I don't really care about social smoking. I just didn't want a partner that was a chain smoker. And I could just see two years into my relationship, I was like, this isn't going to change. He's going to be smoking till God knows when. I can see the future of him getting really bad emphysema because my gran had really bad emphysema. And I don't want to experience the loss from something that's preventable like I have before so I expressed my view and he took that as a controlling attack and ultimatum and I think you need to have respect for the other person when they're expressing their standard say that's okay that's what you need in a relationship this is what I need in a relationship are we going to make this work and compromise and make sacrifices or are we going to part ways Right. It doesn't need to be as an emotional and defensive as it can get. Mm-hmm. Doesn't need to be volatile. Doesn't need to be crazy and attack and emotional. It's just you need to have respect for the other person's. I needed to in that position respect his choice to do what he wanted in his health mm. and say that's okay. That's your life. That's not my life. We're two individuals trying to make something work. It doesn't mean we're doomed. 
Right. I respect you and your choices instead of being like, I'm gonna look. Or I could have respected myself more and said, look, this is my standard. I respect you, but I need to do something different. Yeah. And that needs to be reciprocated. Right. No, that's good. I love that. Mm. Good explaining. There Thanks. you go. <laughs> do you have anything you want to add to relationship topics before we move on? Just, I think you covered yeah. so much good stuff in there. Thanks. Like, <laughs> I just think everyone needs to take responsibility for whatever baggage they're bringing into the relationship. I'm just going to repeat this one more time. You are 100% responsible for the 50% that you bring into that relationship. They're not responsible for you. You're responsible for yourself. Right. Facts. Yeah. Facts. Mm. All right. So in this podcast, I ask every guest this. What does next level woke mean to you? good question next level woke i envision this kind of it's almost like a video game right a video, a game, video okay. game of consciousness Ooh. and you are constantly trying to get to the next level and keep building up and that's never ending it's like a staircase it goes on forever until we completely understand the universe which i don't think anyone's done yet Damn. and you need to make sure you're putting in practices every day, whether that's learning. I think learning is so important. Connecting to the divine, connecting to God, connecting to a community. And each day you're doing different practices to take another step up the staircase. That's what I feel. Bang. I love that. That's <laughs> Bang. Good. Bang. That's good as hell. All right. In the podcast as well, I have something called a fast five. Oh, I love, okay, yeah, quick fire questions. Quick fire questions. You ready? Yeah. What's the craziest thing you've done in the name of love? How am I supposed to answer this quickly? The craziest thing? It doesn't thing? have to be quickly. Whatever pops to your mind. Yeah, the In the name of love? In the name of love. Oh, I mean, the first thing that pops to mind, I don't think it's a good thing and it's not like... Doesn't wow. have to be just no, the craziest okay. thing. I went crazy with the whole cheating thing that All right. I had to go through, which could have been cheating, could have not been cheating. I was in my head about it. I betrayed trust and I looked through my partner's phone. Well, I can't even speak. Don't want to spit the words out. I looked through my partner's phone, which I think is a complete betrayal of trust. And I'm so disappointed in myself for doing that. And, but I was so in love like crazy in love right that i did something so extreme okay and i'm like taking ownership of it and being truthful about it and yeah it was it was crazy there you go yeah this i mean i don't think you're the only one who's ever done that no but i also don't think it's okay i right. think it's when we say when we normalize it like yeah everyone does it right it mean, yeah, it's common, but it doesn't mean it's okay. <laughs> I agree. Well, thank you for being honest on that. Next one. What's your love language? Oh, I love this. Okay, so <laughs> I, I'm a huge fan of the Love Languages book. Uh, mine is quality time and physical touch. What are your thoughts on online dating? I haven't tried it. So I think it's awesome. I think... Oh, hold on. Do you mean online dating apps? Yeah. Okay. Online. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't tried that yet. Super open to it if I feel like I need it. I think it's awesome for other people. I think you can really... 
portray a lot through images. I think as long as you're smart about what kind of profile you're setting up, right. and you're not just like, I look hot in this photo. No, you want to show people what you're about. Show them your friends. Show them if you've got an animal. Show them if you like traveling. Show them the travels. Like, don't just focus it around you looking good because you're not going to attract the wrong kind of person. Right. And then be honest and heartfelt in whatever bio you write. And go out and find people. Start dating. See what's out there. I think it's awesome. Meet people. I love meeting people through Instagram. I used to be completely against it. Like, it's weird. Like, yeah. I don't know. But, again, you're exposed to a whole whirlpool of people. Take advantage of it. Right. We met through Instagram. Yeah, I did not think that you were going to respond. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just, yeah. But yeah. how cool is that? Yeah, that's... um. And now we're here. Yeah. Now we're here. My fourth question is, is chemistry or friendship most important in a relationship? Friendship. Because it's more important. I think both are essential. Right. Chemistry will wear off. You need... Uh, uh, look. Chemistry takes... If you're talking about like the spark, that's how I'm interpreting this. And that lust of the personal desire. It takes work. And you need to add fuel to the fire. And you right. need to figure out what that fuel is to, for the unique parts of your relationship and where the magic is. And put the work in. But if not everyone's willing to put the work in, what have you got left if you don't have friendship? Mm. So you need friendship and that's the most sustainable thing. And then chemistry can add. Boom. Mm. Last one. Tell me what you like to do on weekends in a valley girl voice is it Callie from the valley yeah like <laughs> yeah okay I guess that's what, and what was it what I like to do for the weekend what do I do on the weekends um I do yoga what else I play with my cat I don't know what I do on the weekends oh I go out <laughs> I go out drinking is this a Cali accent I don't even know I don't know if I hear this. Yeah, you I, can. I don't drink. <laughs> oh okay, can you do me a Cali girl accent and I can repeat it? Well, I don't know how to do it. Um, okay. You didn't. You asked the question, but you don't know how to do it. Well, okay. Valley girl are so no. I just go full on like gay. I feel like I don't feel like that's just <laughs> valley girl accent. I'm just just like the way when someone says valley girl. I'm like, okay, she's a bit whiny. She's a bit up herself. I think I'm of the cheap. Kardashians when I hear Valley Girl accent, LA type. So we're sitting here, we're just doing a podcast, and I'm just with Miss Tash Galgood. Uh, we talk about relationships, um, <laughs> wellness, you did it really uh, mindfulness, well. and um, I hope you just enjoyed it. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> That's so mine. I go out drinking on the weekends, and then do a lot of, a lot, is that how you say it? A lot of adult chores. Because adult life and living by yourself is not as glamorous as everyone makes it out to be. There we go. Yeah. Amazing. Look, it's been an absolute honor to have you on board having this conversation with you. Thanks for Just, having me. Do you have any final words before we leave? I think we covered everything. I think we covered everything yeah. as well. Um, more than I actually thought. <laughs> Thanks so much for having me. You're very much welcome, guys. Um, this is Miss Tash Galgood. You can find her on Instagram. Um, it's just Tash Galgood. Uh, I'll leave a link as well. Yeah, thank you for listening and stay blessed. Good thank job. Thank you. Woo, we did it. <laughs> <laughs>
That was very <laughs> Did I blow your mind? You're like, open relationships. Hey guys, thanks for your time. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Next Level Woke Podcast. If you'd like to see more, hit the like, follow, subscribe button, and check out my other links in the notes for more content. I've got a lot more exciting stuff on the way, so I hope you check back in for the next one. Have a blessed day and stay woke.